0: Hello and welcome to the Monday edition of Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today Rabbi Schneider talks about the culture of God's kingdom. Everything that happens in the natural world is but a mere shadow of what's happening in the spiritual realm. And today, our Bible teacher, Rabbi Schneider, delves into the Gospel of Luke to reveal how we can resist the flesh's power and instead embrace the strength of the kingdom. This message is on the transformative journey of fasting, and it's from our series titled Fasting for the Kingdom of God. So let's get started to open his message on kingdom culture with a word of prayer. Here is rabbi.
1: Well, let's just take a second as we open today's broadcast to pause and lift up our hearts to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we love you. We worship you. We pray, Father, that you would open our hearts to receive your word, implant it into our soul, and that, Father God, it would bear fruit for you a hundredfold in Jesus' name and for Yeshua's fame. Amen. I'm beginning a brand new series today. It's a series that I wanna ask you to stick with me because I know that when I tell you what it is, some of you are gonna get uncomfortable and wanna kind of shrink back and draw back from it. I'm gonna speak with you today about the principle of fasting, fasting, F-A-S-T-I-N-G, for the kingdom of God. Now, I know that many of you are not comfortable with the concept of fasting. Some of you perhaps have never fasted. Others have tried to fast but have not been successful. I'm going to try to break it down for you, make it very easy to understand why fast, and try to lead you into a time that's just between you and the Lord, for you and He to come to a conclusion to together about how you may be able to apply this principle of fasting, beloved ones, to your life today for greater increase in the kingdom of God. Once again, we're beginning a series right now called Fasting and the Kingdom of God. Now, I want to begin by telling you an example, a story from my own life. Approximately eight years ago, I had been very focused on asking the Lord to give me peace. That was the focus of my prayer life for that year. I just said, Father God, increase my peace. Father God, I ask you for peace, peace, peace. It was the primary focal point of what I was bringing to Father and King Jesus in prayer in terms of my own needs. Now listen, i have been praying for peace for a year. Now I go to sleep one night. And in the middle of the night, the Lord came to me by his spirit in the most emotionally satisfying experience I ever had with God. I've had many supernatural experiences in the Lord, many things that the Lord has shown me in the spirit realm, many dreams, many visions, supernatural, synchronicities, etc. I've had many miracles, but most of the miracles I've seen, most of the visions, most of the dreams, most of the encounters I have had have been strictly in the realm of the objective. In other words, I knew what the Lord was showing me and I understood, but I didn't feel anything emotionally but in this encounter that I'm explaining to you right now that happened to me in the middle of the night after I had been praying for peace for a full year, this encounter, beloved, was so emotionally satisfying, I've never had anything like it before or since. Here's what happened. In the middle of the night, I'm in my bed sleeping, and the Lord comes to me in a spirit. And the way that it happens is I begin to feel waves, ocean waves of God's peace, of His shalom rolling over me, peace and love, just rolling over me like wave after wave after wave of His supernatural spirit just washing over me and drenching me and immersing me in supernatural peace. Not a piece of this world, it was supernatural. Now, while I'm having this experience, there's also a visual element to it. And the visual element is, as the Spirit of the Lord is washing over me in peace, I'm in a forest. Again, there was a visual part to this encounter. And the forest that I was in was so lush. It was so green. It was like a tropical jungle. You know, green speaks of life. That's what the symbolism was, life all around me. Even as heaven is both a completely spiritual place And yet there's a physical element to it, right? We read about the walls in heaven. We read about the gates in heaven. We read about the streets of gold. And so this was something similar in the sense there was a supernatural experience going on, but there was a physical element to it. I'm in the forest, again, lush, green. The forest that I was in as this encounter was taking place was secluded. It was like a secret secluded place so that there could be no distraction and nothing coming in from the outside. I was in this secret secluded forest with just the Lord and I. What made this forest secluded was that all around the forest, there were these huge boulders, these huge rock formations that went up, you know, 30 feet into the air and up growing on the rock formations all the way up the side of the rock formations was lush green ivy. So hopefully you're getting a bit of the picture I'm the secret secluded forest. It's cut off from everything else by the boulders covered with lush ivy. As it's happening, as the peace is rolling over me, as I'm in this beautiful forest, I feel the spirit of the Lord leading me deeper into the forest where I saw that there was a simple wooden picnic table set up, just a simple wood picnic table. And we know that a table in scripture oftentimes represents the provision and the bounty of the Lord, the table of plenty. I felt the spirit of the Lord leading me deeper into the forest to this simple picnic table. And I understood the symbolism that he and I were gonna sit down together. And this experience that I was having was even going to intensify. Now remember, I'm encountering the peace of God in gorgeous waves of love. The peace of the Lord just saturating my entire soul. And I'd been asking for peace for a year. Now, as the Lord is leading me deeper into the forest so I could experience even more of this, suddenly in this dream, in this vision of the night, a piece of pizza appeared. And this pizza was the best smelling pizza I ever smelled in my life. It was like right next to my nose. Think about it. The peace of God is rolling over me drawing me deeper into the forest to the picnic table where I was going to sit down in the presence of the Lord and be totally filled up with supernatural peace. And as the Spirit is leading me deeper into the forest, suddenly a piece of pizza appears close to my nose. If you could imagine the best smelling pizza that you ever smelled and multiply it times a thousand That would give you an idea of what happened to me when I smelled this piece of pizza. It was the best smelling pizza I ever smelled, times a thousand. As soon as I smelled it, suddenly, beloved ones, my mind got divided because suddenly another impulse in me had been aroused. I'd been following the Lord into deeper peace, but now all of a sudden my flesh nature was aroused when I smelled the pizza. And all of a sudden I got double-minded because I got hungry. As soon as I smelled the pizza, my appetite was aroused and I got hungry, I wanted to eat it. And now you see, I have two things going on. My spirit's being drawn into the peace and the love of the Lord, but my senses in the flesh were drawn to eat the pizza. And I get double-minded. Both parts of my nature were going different directions. My spirit man was going one direction, but my natural man was going the other direction. And in my mind, I felt the divide. And I began to think, what should I do? What should I do? Because I knew I could yield to the Lord and go deeper into the forest, or I could go get the pizza. I thought this thought in the dream, in the vision of the night, I thought, maybe I can have a piece of pizza and then go deeper into the forest. As soon as I yielded to that thought, beloved one, immediately the encounter with the Lord ended, just like that. As soon as I said to myself, you know what? You'll have a bite of the pizza, And then go into the forest, bam, the Lord's presence withdrew. Immediately, I was conscious of the whole thing. Immediately, I got out of my bed, got on my knees. I began to repent before the Lord. I said, Lord, I said, Lord, I've been praying for peace for a whole year. And finally, you come to me to give me your peace. And I traded in for a lousy piece of pizza. I said, Lord, please forgive me. Lord, please forgive me. I said, I'm going to go back to bed. And Father God, when I go back to bed, let me fall asleep and I ask you to come to me again. Well, you know what happened, beloved one? It didn't happen again. I got up the next morning. I sat down. I said, Lord, please forgive me. I said, what happened? Why did that happen, Lord? Was that Satan that came and tried to steal your peace from me? Was that Satan that came trying to rob me of the experience? But then I thought, but Lord, even if it was the devil, I still believe that you permitted it, that you had a purpose in it. And as I pondered it all before the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't know if that pizza was from the devil or not, but I believe that you engineered that dream, that you designed that vision of the night. What was it? Tell me, help me understand, why did that pizza appear? And I felt the Spirit instruct me, saying to me, when you deny yourself the natural, in this case, the piece of pizza, when you deny yourself the natural, you'll receive more of the supernatural. And the Lord put that principle in my soul. If you'll deny yourself the natural for me, saith the Lord, You're going to receive more of my supernatural impartation into your soul by my spirit. And as a result of that encounter, even though I had never been successful in fasting for any great length of time before, When the Lord gave me that experience and then showed me what happened and instructed me that if I'll deny the natural, I'll receive more of the supernatural, that so empowered me and focused me that I was able to go out on a 43-day fast. I had never been able to do anything like that before. Now, I didn't start out going without any food at all. I started out just going down and having one meal a day, and I just kept on strengthening the fast until the last three days, I really made it stringent until finally I was eating no food at all for the last day, no food or water or anything.
0: You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. And as Christians, discerning God's voice amongst life's conflicting voices is challenging. And that's why Rabbi Schneider has created a free, powerful new talk, A Guide to Hearing God's Voice. He'll equip you with tools so you can clearly know when God is speaking. Don't wait. Go to myfreegift.com forward slash hearing. That's myfreegift.com forward slash hearing and claim your free copy to start transforming your spiritual journey today. Just as this program has been a blessing to you, you can multiply the blessing with others. It's simple when you become a monthly partner. Give a financial gift of any amount today or set up your monthly automated gift by calling this number 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835 or you can visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com when you give your equipping others for Jesus' return. And now, here is Rabbi Schneider.
1: This principle of fasting that I'm describing to you, this principle that the Lord said, if you'll practice this, you're gonna receive more of the supernatural. This principle is something that Jesus assumed that his followers would be doing. Now, I don't want you to get afraid because I'm gonna break this down for you in bite-sized morsels, but I wanna say this to you in the name of the Lord. If you will apply this principle to your life in whatever way God shows you, He is gonna strengthen you by His Spirit and you're gonna walk in the greater dimension of the supernatural. I want you to understand that Jesus began His ministry with fasting. Did you hear that? As soon as Jesus came out of the Jordan River, After hearing the father say to him, you are my beloved son, and in you I'm well pleased. The first thing that the Lord did in order to launch King Yeshua into his ministry was to lead him into the wilderness where he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. It's interesting that we read that the spirit led him into the wilderness. He was led in, listen to that phrase again, he was led into the wilderness by the spirit. Let in, but the Bible says after the 40 days, he came out of the wilderness, get it now, in the power of the Spirit. So he was led in by the Spirit, but after fasting for 40 days and resisting the devil, he came out in the power of the Spirit. See, I believe that as Jesus was in the wilderness, totally depending on the Holy Spirit to sustain him when he had no physical food, totally depending on the spirit and the word to resist the devil, I believe that that so strengthened him that he came out then in the power and began his ministry doing the miracles, doing the signs and wonders and launching, beloved, the message of the kingdom of God. You see, when we have to exercise our spiritual muscle through forms of spiritual discipline like fasting, what happens is the spirit man gets stronger. Everything in the natural world, listen, is a shadow of what happens in the supernatural world. And if you think about the natural muscle, how do we strengthen a natural muscle, like a bicep, for example? How do we strengthen our natural muscles? We strengthen them, beloved, through resistance training. In other words, weightlifters will build their muscle by taking a weight and lifting that weight. In other words, by subjecting that muscle to something that resists it, the muscle grows stronger. And the same thing is true in the spirit. When we resist the flesh, when we resist the natural and cling to the spirit, we get strengthened by the spirit. That's why when Jesus' disciples could not cast out the demon and the father of the boy who had the demon whom the disciples couldn't cast it out of The father of that boy brought the boy to Jesus and Jesus cast out the demon from the boy. The disciples asked, why could we not cast it out? Jesus said, this kind doesn't go out except by fasting and prayer. You see, he was combining the principle of fasting with prayer because both of them strengthen the spirit man. Now I want you to understand, If we feed the flesh, and that is the disposition of our life, our spirit man will be weak and will be suppressed. If we feed the spirit and discipline our flesh, our spirit man will become strong and will walk in dominion over the flesh. Let me say it again. If we walk through life yielding to the flesh without disciplining it, what will happen is that our spirit man will be suppressed Under the power of the flesh. If, on the other hand, we discipline the flesh and feed the spirit man through depending on God, praying, walking in the word, and resisting the lust of the flesh, our spirit man will get stronger and we're gonna walk in greater power and in a greater dimension of the supernatural. You see, the Bible says that the spirit lusteth against the flesh and the flesh lusteth against the spirit. And the two are in opposition to each other. And the scripture says, if we feed the flesh, we'll reap from the flesh corruption. But if we feed the spirit, we're going to reap from the spirit life and peace. How can you do it? I know that many of you are afraid of it. You're thinking, you know what? I can't do without food. I'm going to give you some ways that you can begin to fast, beloved, that any of us can apply to our life. And I promise you this, the Word of God is true. Jesus said, when you fast, He said, don't walk around with your face all droopy and sad so that everybody notices that you're fasting. Jesus said, if you do that so that others will come up to you and notice you, He said, you'll already have had your reward. But Jesus said, when you fast, do it in secret. Anoint yourself with oil so that you look fine And he says, listen now, and your Father who sees will reward you. There's a blessing and a reward that comes to those that will apply this principle to your life. Paul said that all discipline is profitable, but spiritual discipline is the most profitable of all because it blesses us not only in this life, but even brings a reward with it in the life to come. I love you. God bless you and Shalom.
0: You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and our Bible teacher is Rabbi Schneider, and we've been learning about the culture of the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about this ministry, or if you'd like to learn more about today's message from our series, Fasting for the Kingdom, please visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And you know, today, Rabbi emphasized the practice of fasting as a way of strengthening your spirit, resisting the temptations of the flesh and walking in a greater reality within the supernatural realm. But fasting is not the only discipline we can exercise when it comes to spiritual growth. God has also called us to be lights in this world. And I'm not sure if you recall, but Hanukkah or the Festival of Lights begins this Thursday at sunset and it ends December the 15th at nightfall. And when we honor God with our financial gifts and our prayers during this season, we can be a light to someone who needs help and hope in this dark world. And to share a little bit more about that, here is Rabbi Schneider once again. Beloved, I hope and trust that you received something
1: and were blessed by today's broadcast. Now I want to give you the opportunity to do something even greater than receiving, and that's giving. Many of us know that Jesus said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. In fact, when we give, we're participating in our Christ-likeness because God is by nature a giver. If you believe in me and believe that this broadcast is helping people, I wanna ask you, just open up your heart to the Holy Spirit. Just give as He leads you to give. I can promise you this, in so doing, you'll be conformed to the image of Christ who is a giver, and you'll be blessed, beloved, for your obedience. To God. I love you and I want to thank you for your love and financial gifts today. It makes this program possible.
0: You can give a meaningful financial contribution today in a few simple ways. First, you can visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or give us a call. The number to dial is 800-777-7835. And if it better suits your needs, you can give a donation today through the Rabbi Schneider mobile app. Every gift that we receive fills our hearts with gratitude and is our way of saying thank you, thank you for your financial gift, we'll send you Rabbi Schneider's message of the month that's available as a digital download. And additionally, our current newsletter, brimming with updates, special holiday announcements, and exclusive offers will be delivered right to your mailbox. You can light up the Hanukkah season by sending your gifts in the mail when you write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And once more, our web address is discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're exploring the website, make sure to take a look at all the messianic content we've made available to you. There's a variety of books, study guides, music, and so much more. And each resource has been developed to help you understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. We believe that no matter what resource you select, you're bound to go further in your spiritual walk with the Lord this coming year. And now as we conclude today's program, Culture of the Kingdom, let's receive a special blessing from Rabbi Schneider.
1: The words from the Aaronic Blessing in the book of Numbers chapter 6, verses 22 through 27, helps us to realize how good God is to you and I personally. So receive his blessing into your life, and then beloved one, go bless somebody else in Jesus' name today. Ja, Yahweh, 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 and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you, and shalom.
0: Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com. That's DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com. Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries, and I'm your host, Dustin Roberts. Be sure to join us again when Rabbi Schneider reveals why we fast. That's coming up Tuesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.